You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. This is a retirement podcast, yes, but it's not like any other financial show that you're listening to. So if you like us, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you think. You can always weigh in with your questions too at retirementsolutionradio.com. A lot of people, I think, think the term drain the swamp came from our former president Trump because we heard so much of that over the last few years. But if you look back, we went through the records, John, we went through the archives to see when this first came up and the year was actually 83 from this guy. Don't let the Washington whirl or the Washington morass let you lose sight of why we came here and what it is that we're all trying to do. I know it isn't always easy. As the old saying goes, when you're up to your armpits and alligators, it's sometimes hard to remember that your original intention was to drain the swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Ronald Reagan. Man, I miss his speeches just for that reason alone. The great communicator. Right? You know, aside from, in my opinion, aside from standing for not only civility, but standing for us as Americans to do our own duty to make ourselves, I'm not going to say the word wealthy, but to put ourselves on the right path, right? Mm -hmm. But looking back at him today, the things that he stood for, the things that he responded to, the things that he worked toward, I can't help but think, wow, those were things that 40 years ago, we're still trying to work (laughs) towards, still trying to work forward to, and we haven't quite done it yet. So when I think about the Ronald Reagans of the world, and let's and let's remember this. This is such a great quote, guys. It's hard when you're up to your armpits and alligators to remember that you came here to drain the swamp. Isn't that true? Yes. Basically what that is is that's just a tale. That's just a metaphorical way for us to think about life's hard. Life is always going to come at us. There's nothing we can do from pandemic to job losses to job scares to health problems to whatever. The reason we're there is to make a difference, right? And I think that's what he was really talking about. So when we think about that, that's why Ronald Reagan always just draws something near and dear to me. Because again, I I think that he was a very civil human being. He communicated well. Think about he brought down the Berlin Wall. He he had Gorbachev and, and, and USSR at the time, which became Russia got them to lay down their arms so that we can live in some semblance of peace. When you think about that, that's really impressive. I mean, and people aren't doing that right now, are they? No, everyone's grandstanding, right? Everyone's trying to say how great they are. And that's not necessarily the way it used to be, which I think actually made a difference. I think we should try to get back to that. That would be nice today. But I wish for that simpler time back in the 80s. But you made a good point there, John. The same issues that Reagan was railing against back in the 1980s are still hanging around today. In fact, in this particular speech, what he talked about draining the swamp, he talked about a few different issues and what he was trying to fix at the time. Drain the swamp of overtaxation, overregulation, and runaway inflation that has dangerously eroded our free way of life. Uh-huh. Huh. Sounds like some familiar issues we're still dealing with right now. 40 years later, ladies and gentlemen, 40 years later, we're looking at the exact same things that Ronald Reagan saw, which had him run for office. Let's all make sure we remember the story of President Ronald Reagan. He was an actor who then became the president of the SAG, the Screen Actors Guild out in California. Mm -hmm. He decided because he was so overtaxed. And what do I mean by overtaxed? 
Well, Ronald Reagan roughly made about $100,000 per movie that he was in. And that was big money at the time. Huge yeah. money. Yeah. That would be the equivalent of like whatever a Harrison Ford, a George Clooney, or a Tom Cruise, or a Rock, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, It's that kind of money, but it was just that long ago. And the crazy thing is, is if he made more than two movies, if he made more than $200,000 in the course of that year, he would pay over 90% of that to the federal government. So what's the point in working? That was his, that was his point. His point was, I am disincentivized to work. Uh, and his point was, is that he's like, I am at the top of my food chain. I'm, I'm doing the best I can do. And if I work more than six months out of the year, I don't get any of it. Yeah. Where is the incentive? You're hurting people who are trying to do well, not only for themselves, but to pay into anything, right? It's too much money. And that was the issue that we had. Because of that, Ronald Reagan decided that he was going to only make two movies a year. He was going to ride around the ranch with his wife at the time. Now, if you remember, who was his wife? No, Jennifer, a lot of people would say Nancy Reagan. Right. That's the one we yeah. all think but about. But that wasn't his first wife. Uh, it was another Ronald actress. Reagan was the first divorced yeah. American president. Oh. Jane Wyman. I remember that name. Uh, let's see. I think it was an 80s show, Falcon Crest. She was in a bunch of stuff I as early as the 30s. Oh, okay. But the way that I remember her the most was actually from Falcon Crest. <laughs> yes. Right? As the matriarch of the family. Uh huh. And amazingly enough, though, when you think about that, he had time to ride around the ranch with Jane and figure out what is it going to do with this time? He can't make any more money, or the government takes most of it. Uh -huh. Because, of course, if the federal government takes 90, what state did he live in? Oh, California. California. Yes. Guess what their state tax was? About 9 or 10%. <laughs> so he gave the rest of it up to them. So that's what gave him that unbelievable thought to say, we're disincentivized. The better we do, the more we're punished. This is wrong. And so when you think about what he stood for to me, that is what begat, if you think about it, that yuppie movement. Hmm. And you can see that in actually the show uh, Family Ties. Right, yeah. With uh, Alex P. Keaton, <laughs> of course, which is Michael J. Fox. It's amazingly that Alex P. Keaton had an initial in his name, and Michael J. Fox did the same. But they personified a Reagan yuppie Republican, and they did that for a reason, because they wanted people to realize, hey, this is an American dream. This does not happen anywhere else. But Jennifer, somehow over the years, that's gotten lost in translation. And that blows my mind because there's a couple others that I actually thought were actually almost better about Ronald Reagan. And some of them I think a lot of people maybe forgot or weren't really necessarily aware of. There is no limit to the amount of good you can do if you don't care who gets the credit. Huh. And here we are living in a day where everyone wants credit. And a trophy. And a trophy. And a trophy. A participation <laughs> ribbon at the least. Hey, John, I need a participation ribbon for something. Well, I don't know. What'd you do? Well, I don't know, but it's got to be better than that guy over there who hadn't done nothing today. Well, that guy over there actually may be retired because he busted his hump for a long period of time, did it on his own, saved on his own, and is actually able to take the fruits of all that labor provided him. But we don't see that, guys. A lot of people out there think it still needs to be government handouts, and I disagree with that vehemently. I think it's wrong. Ronald Reagan was one of the first people that helped to teach me that. And the other thing about Reagan, and I do love him for this reason, he was devout in the fact that he did believe that he was not here for no reason. He thought that he was put here for a better reason. He said, if you live simply, love generously, and care deeply, and speak kindly, just leave the rest to God. 
A lot of those things, I think, have been lost over the years. I think that we're looking that politicians can solve this problem. Guys, they can't. Because one of the other best things that Ronald Reagan ever said to all of us, he said, if there's not one single thing out there that the government can solve that we can't solve on our own, mm. 10 times better. And I agree with that. But if you really distill down what Ronald Reagan was talking about, he was talking about having opportunities, right? And personal responsibilities. Mm. Taking yeah. the reins in your own hands and don't allow the government to do it for us. Something else he said was either you will control the government or it will control you. We have to understand that, ladies and gentlemen. We have, at least at this moment today, the power to make those controls. Do we feel comfortable with it? The solution that we always are looking for is the one that allows us to succeed with the most that we can get from what we've, we've spent so much time to build. Yeah. We want to retire on our terms. We want to live the life we want to live. We don't want to live the life others did. We don't want their participation trophy, do we? <laughs> what we really long for is to feel that we have done well. And those are the types of things that we want to instill in our clientele, in the people that we talk to. And the reason you're listening to this, I think that we can all do better, but it's not based on what I'm hearing today. Number one, I want to make sure we all realize it's not doom and gloom. Don't let them put that in your head. It's as good as we want it to be. And I want you to have the resources. If we can be a resource for you in any way that's going to benefit you, to add value to your situation, to show you where you can get better income, to show you how you can maybe get rid of some of those downside risk situations, to show you how you can reduce your fees, to show you how we can avoid some taxation, those are things that you can do. You can also hire someone to do it, but that's not the point, right? The point is I want to give you the tools. If we can do that and be a resource for you, then you will win going forward. But believe me, Reagan knew it no dissimilarly than myself. No one's going to do it for you. Don't expect the government to do it. If you do it on your own, my guess is you're a lot better off than everyone around you. Radio host, financial advisor, and now author. That's right. Check out John's book, The Retirement Solution, on Amazon.com. Or get a free chapter now at RetirementSolutionRadio.com. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. J. Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 99882. 